something shown me it has not always been that way for you, has it? No, and you know we're we're born naked with no clothing and no food, and eventually we have to accumulate this, these things in our lives. Hello and welcome. This is Alex Makarski with the next episode of Action Hangout, where we get to hang out with some really awesome people who take action, get results, and share their tips, ideas, and how-tos to help us grow, evolve, and prosper. Today, my guest is Randy Goodman of Toronto Women's Expo, a super achiever, super connector, super person, super mom, someone who I am so happy and proud to be able to call a business friend and a personal friend. And uh, our topic today is how one can grow their business when they're just starting out with no connections, no list, and no marketing budget. Randy Goodman, welcome. What a wonderful welcome. Thank you, Alex. And uh, I feel totally the same way about you, and I'm so glad to have you as a partner. So I'm excited uh, to be interviewed by you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no, pleasure is all mine. Um, so uh, we were chatting uh, a few days ago, and uh, you mentioned how some people come to you and you know they ask for advice, and when you tell them, like they they, they um, some of them, not all of them, obviously, but some of them reply with, "Oh yeah, of course, Randy, it's easy for you because uh, you have this uh, fantastic expo, and you have these lists, and you have this." Super connections. Um, I don't have any of that, but something told me it has not always been that way for you, has it? No, and you know we're we're born naked with no clothing and no food, and eventually we have to accumulate this, these things in our lives. So, of course, when you uh, begin to network you don't have any contacts or maybe you haven't accumulated any or maybe you have. Maybe you've kept people's business cards over the past through your business years. Maybe you've kept cards of people you've met here and there uh, or maybe at a networking event that you've attended and you maybe you didn't even realize why you were keeping this information but you right. kept it and maybe you didn't keep it. So let's say you started with nothing. Um, what you want to do is start to collect this information. Um, and because we have new rules in January 2014 where uh, legally we cannot add people or email them without their consent, you do want to ask people when you meet them, is it okay if I send you an email or follow up with you? Is it okay with you if I add you to my email list, I will send you information on whatever it is you're going to send them or maybe some event information or resource information. Is it okay that I add you to that list? You can unsubscribe at any time. So letting them know that they're not going to be stuck into something or be or that you would get offended if they unsubscribe, giving them that opportunity to opt out, but asking their permission to be added in. Then you start accumulating a list. You can do it through an, e uh, an Excel spreadsheet. You can do it through um, 
uh, well, you can see them Google Docs program yeah. or yeah, anything, something yeah. like that. Um, you know, using any kind of program to do that, but you're going to start accumulating a list so that you can start sending these people some information. So you're going to start setting yourself up as an expert in your field. You start sending them information that's helpful to them. You're not going to send them information like, okay, buy my product. You're not going to sell them because nobody wants to be sold. What you're going to do is set yourself up as an expert so they see you as the go-to person in that field and say, oh, you know, Randy knows information on that product, so I'm going to call her because she keeps sending me info to showing me how much she knows about it. So I'm going to talk to her first, and if she can't help me, I'm sure she'll know who can help me. Awesome. So yeah. Yeah, so so these days, um, I, I just want to explain why I think you are probably one of the most qualified people to talk about to talk on the subject. Um, so you run this uh, massive, huge women's expo show uh, several times a year. You have thousands of people on your list. Like you know the who's who of um, small business networking. Mm-hmm. and small business marketing um, in Toronto and beyond. Mm-hmm. And uh, you run seminars, workshops, uh, you do coaching. So when you got your start in all this, like how did you go about this? Like how did it happen? Take us, take us through the early days of Randy Goodman as a solopreneur, as, a, as an entrepreneur and business owner. Well, way back when, when I finished school, I... Uh, I left school as a fourth-level CMA. I ran a manufacturing company, so I got a lot of hands-on experience with business that I absolutely loved in the different areas of running a business, which was tons of fun and great information was learned at that time. And what I did is I, I didn't really know why. I'm, I, when I left there, I kept all my contacts. And I just kept accumulating contacts. I had a drawer and I keep throwing business cards in. I had my Rolodex from the manufacturing company and I kept it. And I really never really understood why did I keep this. But obviously there was some kind of reason why I was going to be keeping this. So over the years I had, uh, you know, um, a couple of businesses. But I was home for the most part raising my kids. And then it was time to get back into the networking world, so I did that. I did an MLM for a while and accumulated a lot of business cards and new contacts through networking and meeting people. And I would just take cards from everybody. It wasn't so important that they had my card, although, of course, they wanted to exchange, so I gave them my card as well, quite happily. But it was more important for me to be taking their card than them to be taking mine. Because if I want to build my database, I need to have your card. But in the process, if you meet 50 or 100 people at an event and you're taking all of their cards, how are you going to remember if you met them for the first time? How are you going to remember what you spoke about, who they were? Maybe the card will trigger something because you had this special conversation with them. Um, But quite often, you might mix somebody up, you know, was it you I was talking to about this or was it you? So you would like to write notes on the cards when you meet somebody and make 
write a couple words, just, you know, something that will trigger your memory. It also makes a person feel really good when you send them a follow-up email and say, hey, remember we were chatting about such and such, and they feel really special that you remembered. Uh, you may have remembered, or you may have written down on the card to make sure that you remembered. So you want to uh, definitely be following up with people within 24 to 48 hours after meeting them. You can start accumulating your database by collecting these cards, and uh, of course with permission, and going from there. So. Um, um, but collecting the cards is not enough. You actually have to follow up. You absolutely have to follow up. And to sit back and think that somebody is going to call and call you, uh, it's not going to happen. Right. Very few will actually follow up and call you, but chances are you will be the one following up with them. And the only way you're going to continue a business relationship, especially if you had something in common or something they could help you with or vice versa. You want to get in touch with them and start building that relationship and seeing how you can help each other. And maybe you can't help each other directly, but you can definitely be helping each other uh, through referrals or, you know, Alex, if you ask me something and I can't help you myself, chances are I can connect you to somebody who can help you. And you'll be and, appreciative and of that. mindset that makes you stand apart. Like I see a lot of people go to meetings and collect a whole bunch of business cards, and then do nothing with it. And or or they, you know, they pounce on these contacts with, um, you know, the sales message, uh, and not get anywhere. They, um, your mindset is you try to help everyone who come across. Like you exactly. either help them with advice or with a connection. Exactly. Whatever way you can help them. Because the more people you help, the better for you. The more you're going to grow your database, the more people are going to come to you, they're going to refer you, they're going to want to hear more information from you, they start seeing you as uh, a go-to person. They'll start seeing the information that you're sharing, they'll start to view you as an expert, and that's what you want. You want to start building your following, whether it's you know, through your database or online sharing information. So definitely for sure. So if someone's starting out, what would you recommend they do? Do, do? do you think they should spend a lot of time on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or something? Should they go to business networking meetings, do seminars, spend money on advertising? Like, what they, like a lot of people don't really have much money to spend advertising when right. they start out. So when you're starting out, unless you got a wonderful grant or you have money behind you, you probably don't have a lot of money for advertising. So, and and you really don't have to spend a lot of money on advertising. It depends what business you're in. Uh, but if you're a small business entrepreneur, chances are you want to get out there and start networking. So usually you can find some events that are free. You can find some events that have nominal fees, say ten dollars to twenty-five dollars and really get some great contacts. These are like-minded people who want to achieve the same goals you want. They want to connect with people who are like-minded. They want to refer. They want to be referred. They want to connect. They want to learn about other businesses, products, and services. They want all the same things that you want. You can find uh, many of these networking events online. 
They're easy to find. Meetup.com is a great place to uh, great place, to yeah. find to find different groups in your area. It's a fabulous uh, website. You can also find things on Facebook. You can ask friends and colleagues uh, what what they know. Everybody usually knows some sort of networking event going on or where to find them. Uh, definitely be on LinkedIn for business. And you'd like to be connecting on all the different platforms. So Twitter, Google Plus is huge. Uh, on um, YouTube, get a video out on YouTube. Talk about how you help people in your business. Don't talk about you so much, but talk about what you can do for something somebody else. What's in it for me? So you want to tell them how you're going to help them and what your expertise is and uh, and how they can connect with you. Do you have a website? Make sure you have one. Definitely post some pictures on Pinterest or Instagram. The, you know, uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter are going neck to neck as far as popularity goes. So you definitely don't want to be ignoring uh, any of these mediums because these are the major ones that people are on. Build your following there. Start sharing great information and more people will start flocking to you. Don't pitch them. Don't try to sell them. You know, even when you meet them in person, don't try to sell them. Just try to learn about them. Make them feel special. The more special you make them feel, the more they want to know about you. And then you'll have the floor to speak on. And then you'll start building a trust where they believe in you, they trust you, they start seeing you as the expert, they want to come to you, they'll ask you for referrals, they'll give you referrals easily after you've been sharing all kinds of information with them. So really being an open book and helping people, the more you help, the more it's going to come back to you. So I want to take someone through the math of starting out with networking and building their list. So let's say they have no connections. They're just starting out. Maybe they got laid off and they want to start a new business. Um, so if they follow your advice, they go to a meeting, maybe they walk out with, uh, you know, maybe a dozen business cards, maybe two dozens. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so at which point uh, do you think they start consistently emailing their list? Right away? Should they wait until they've built it to some, you know, um, to a larger number? Okay, so with their permission, uh, I would follow up with them within 24 to 48 hours. Exactly. Because okay. you, you don't want to let the lead go cold or the connection go cold. The longer you wait, the more they're going to forget you, the less chance of uh, you know continuing anything. So what you want to do is get them while they're hot. So they're hot, they remember you in the next 24 to 48 hours, connect with them, say let's have a coffee or let's you know, do dinner or let's have a chat on the phone. Depending on what your conversation was face-to-face, you'll decide what the appropriate steps are. You know, maybe I'll come meet you at your office or come meet me at mine or in a coffee shop or whatnot, whatever is appropriate, and get together and start discussing how you can help one another. Maybe it's directly, maybe it's not. But at some point, you're going to figure out how you can help one another. And you know what? Sometimes it happens where there's really nothing you can do for each other. Maybe not today, but maybe six months from now. Stay connected. 
So I and would make the why, initial follow-up. That's why you have your email list because this way you can stay in touch with the people with whom you right. don't really have, you know, a chance right. to do business right away, but you mm-hmm. get to stay in touch with them over a long period of time. Right. So your initial connect, sorry, your initial contact after you've met them is within 24 to 48 hours making a phone call or sending an email to say, hi, great to meet you, and whatnot. Uh, let's connect again with details or asking them for some suggestions. Then after that, if you've got their permission already to put on a mailing list, add them to your mailing list, and then it depends on your business and what you're trying to accomplish, whether you send an email once a week, once a day, once a month. You know, you also don't want to anger your list to the point where they say, okay, you're sending out too much information. So you want to be careful of that too. So it depends on your business uh, model and what kind of information you're sending out. Some people send an email every day. Some people send an email once or twice a week or once or twice a month. It just depends on what your business is and the model of it. If you're sharing information, you've got tons of info to share and it's something really valuable to people that they want. You may send an email every day. You may want to segregate your list. You may, if you have a, a newsletter or an event listing or something else that you send out that you want to send out on a regular basis, you may segregate, segregate your list and have people pick and choose what kind of information they want to receive from you so then they can determine how often they want to receive information from you whether they're getting it every day, every week, or every month. So definitely uh, paying attention. If you're starting out fresh, it's easier to do that than years later when you've accumulated hundreds or thousands of contacts, and now you've got to try segregating the list so that people don't opt out of it. So, right. you know, if, if you're starting out fresh, it, it's a great place to start in order to do that kind of thing, deciding, you know, what kind of info do I want to send, and for people to opt into what they want to receive. Right, right. And I, I guess what I want to say is that this approach works for anyone. If someone has been in business for 10 years and they have not built a large network, even though it's probably hard if you've really been in business, um, but let's say they, you know, they've generated some sales, but they fail to build an email list. Mm-hmm. They can start the same way, right? They can start just like it was their first day in the office. They can just, but they will have a lot more experience than someone who's just starting out. So with this experience, they probably um, there's going to be a lot easier for them to come up with con- with content for their newsletter and a lot easier to close sales and for get sure. referrals. For but sure. the and approach if, would be it, the same, right? Well, if they it didn't, is. if they didn't start generating their database uh, or collecting cards or whatnot and they're maybe a few years into their business so they do have great contacts they just didn't collect them right Right. they may have them online they may have them through business customers they could have uh, you know an intern or a hired assistant to go through all their invoices and start creating a database they could um, go to their social media platforms and ask people to connect with them privately saying, you know, I'd like to start sending out some information on whatever the topic is. Uh, Would you please 
send me your contact info so that I can add you to my list with your permission. You can do that too, right? And just ask me yeah. to privately message you. So you can, you know, if you have a following somewhere, whether it's clients, uh, business associates, online, wherever it is, you can collect that information later and have maybe someone helping you do it because it's time consuming but you can definitely get it done. You still have a foundation to work with. I know somebody who uh, has been working years on their business but didn't start collecting their database, but they've got hundreds and thousands of people online, going to their website. You know, they've accumulated all kinds of contacts through networking events and whatnot, Really, it's just time or volunteer to get them creating a database so that they can start sending information to them. Right. So it's really, you just have to take it one step at a time. That's it. Look at the big picture and, and start one step at a time. Very good. Very good stuff. Um, I imagine most people would understand that we're not talking about sending out a whole bunch of emails you know, CCing a whole bunch of people from your personal email, but maybe we should mention it. Maybe there's still a few, you know, technology um, luddites out there. You know, not sure how to send out um, a newsletter to a bunch of contacts. Maybe we should mm-hmm. explain how that works. Definitely. Well, there's quite a few ways. There's some free ways. Uh, you can get a free trial with Constant Contact, which I can give you a link for. Uh, you can get you can use MailChimp, you can use Aweber, there's a bunch of Infusionsoft, uh, there's a bunch of different programs out there that uh, do a few different things for you. If you're just starting out, uh, you know, you can start with the basics and go from there. Some of the programs that Constant Contact do some incredible things to, you know, as far as graphics go or text only or, you know, different formats to send stuff out with and it accumulates uh, your contact list, but it can also keep track of events that you have and registrations and that kind of thing. And you can put sign-up forms on your Facebook site or on your website that will automatically feed into these programs. There's so many things you can do with these programs. So definitely, if you're going to begin creating a database, um, you know, Outlook or your regular email isn't going to allow you to send out too many emails at one time. Right. So you you do want to start accumulating it in an outside program because maybe you can send to 20, 30 people at a time through your current email program, but you start going above that and it'll say, nope, (laughs) no mass emails. Bad idea, bad idea. (laughs) Yeah doesn't like it, won't send it. So, you know, definitely setting up with a legit service is a good idea. And um, another question I have uh, would be um, around uh, uh, hosting your own events. Like at which point did you start hosting your own events? Or at which point do you think someone should think about hosting their own events? And is it a good idea for everyone? Well, first of all, do you have a passion for that? You know, um, and do you have information that you want to share? 
with people, with a larger crowd of people. You can have three people there, you can have 30, 300, or 3,000. doesn't matter. But if you want, putting events together is a lot of work. So I, I would definitely have a little passion for it and, uh, and have some information to share. So whether it's your information or you want to feature a speaker there or is it a trade show that you want to do, determine what it is you want to accomplish through that show or that event and then determine the type of event it should be and the best way to deliver your message to the people that need it. Also, you want to make sure it's something that people actually want. Uh, if nobody wants it, nobody's going to come. Uh, and then delivering your message properly or you're marketing it properly. And I don't mean by spending money marketing, but are you getting the message across to people why they should be there? And that's one of the hardest things to do with events is actually getting the message across the message that you want to convey. What's in it for them? What are they going to walk away with? What is the value they're getting from it? What's going to really want to make them come besides knowing and loving you? You know, what's going to make them be there? So determining all those factors first uh, will help you to begin with uh, planning an event. So, so far we've found out that building a list is not that difficult it's it's a lot of hard work but I mean the process is very simple mm-hmm. right so I think uh, why do we think a lot of people not building their list like do, do they is it because they don't see the uh, um, the way is going to pay off for them is it do they perceive it to be a, a complicated process and they um, they they're not sure how to deal with the technology aspect of things, or is it just because they see it as a lot of hard work? Like, which aspect of it do you well, think is stopping them? I think it's a uh, a bit of everything. It's uh, not knowing uh, what to do, how to even begin, where to begin. Some people are a little bit afraid of the computer and maybe don't even understand that you can research this on Google or even to ask somebody who's been doing it. Some people are afraid to ask or afraid to show that they don't know something and and need to learn. Uh, Of course, there's nothing wrong with asking and learning. This is, you know, how we accumulate information. should never, you know, it's like being in high school and being afraid to put your hand up in class because you think everybody's going to think you're dumb. Well, the smartest people are the ones asking the questions Mm -hmm. because guaranteed half the people in the room want to know the same question. <laughs> they right. want to, you know, they're just too afraid to ask. So, um, you know, definitely um, asking people, but um, yeah, I think the fear of uh, technology, the fear of speaking out loud, the fear, uh, you know, the just not knowing. You don't know what you don't know. Right. And uh, until you ask, you know, it's the only way you find out what the next steps are. So, you know, my suggestion would be don't be afraid. Just come out and ask or to do your research and uh, and get going because if you're not beginning to uh, accumulate your database or collect 
business cards and contacts from people, there's absolutely no way you're going to start building a following for people to hear all this fabulous information that you have to share. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it's the hard work that's turning people off because someone who has started a small business in the local market, like they know going in, they they're going to have to work long hours and it's going to be a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Right. So so I don't think it's it's that aspect that's turning them off uh, or away from this opportunity. I think it's you know they they see this thing as big and complex, and I don't see the the one two three you know step by step. Uh, method uh, that you have just given them, and I think that's going to help a lot of people. Yeah, and I hope it does. And uh, you know, people are always welcome to get in touch with me through the website TorontoWomen'sExpo.com and uh, connect with me because I I love helping people. You know, when people don't know what direction to begin in, it's nice to know that you were part of that to help them. You know, you were able to give them some tools and resources. And that's really what the shows are all about. The shows are all about providing those tools and resources to people to uh, empower them and give them what they need to improve personally and professionally. So, you know, that's what I'm there for. I hope that the information that I've said so far would help somebody get going and get started. No, it's it's great stuff. Yes, absolutely. Um, So why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, the show that you put together, how it works, what what attendees can expect there? Okay, perfect. Thank you. Um, Well, like I said, Toronto Women's Expo is all about empowering people, giving them those tools and resources. So what we do is we have a conference slash trade show element to the event. So when people come, they're going to hear various different speakers. You do not have to sit on sit in on the speakers, but you're more than welcome to because they'll be all kinds. And uh, there's also many vendors that you can connect with. You can walk around, you can introduce yourself to people, you can find out about their business, they'll find out about yours, exchange information, collect uh, you know, start building your database. Uh, there's some prizes. We've got a couple of keynotes. These two are incredible speakers. So when you talk about networking and building your database, you know, what is the purpose for yourself other than helping these people? In addition to that, you also want to be making connections to build your business, to increase your bottom line. So coming and hearing different types of speakers. And we have speakers from anything, from personal health and wellness to business health and wellness. So we take a holistic approach to a person and help them with any of these issues that they might have that fall under health and wellness, which also means success or improvement or self-growth, all these different words fall under health and wellness. So when you take it from you as a person to your business, if you're not making both of them healthy, you can't be healthy as a whole. So 
what we're offering at the show is for you to come and meet people depending on whatever it is you're looking for because everybody will be looking for something different. We have so many different types of uh, speakers and vendors that will be at the show that you are going to connect with somebody who can help you or connect you to what you need. We have doctors speaking. We have coaches speaking. We have all sorts of different people, incredible, incredible, wonderful people speaking at the event. I know these speakers, all they want to do is help you and provide information that you need to improve your life. We have prize giveaways. We have all kinds of things. You can find me on Facebook under Randy, R-A-N-D-I, Goodman, G-O-O-D-M-A-N. And uh, so many different things will be going on at the event. So we're very excited. Awesome, awesome. Um, is there an email address you want to share that people could you contact that uh, phone number? Yes, for sure. They can uh, email info at torontowomensexpo.com. It's women's with an S. Yes, definitely. Thank you. And uh, you can leave a voicemail at 416-238-1026, and I will get in touch with you from there. You can also register. Great stuff. Yeah, no, keep going. You can register online for tickets to come to the event at www.torontowomensexpo.com. And I look forward to having you there. And thank you so much, Alex, for having me on. Yeah, thank you. So I, I just want to quickly summarize what I've learned today. Uh, so, uh, and and uh, maybe you uh, feel free to jump in. Like if you, if I miss something important, uh, leave out something important. Feel free to jump in and um, add it uh, to the summary. So first of all, um, we, we agree that uh, a lot of people don't take action for a number of reasons, uh, but the main thing is that uh, they see this approach of building their list, building their network as a complicated, complex process. And um, they see that there's a technology component and they're afraid of that as well. Uh, it's not the hard work that uh, they're afraid of, um, but the process is very simple. Uh, and uh, you've, you've done it, um, many people have done it, not enough. We want more people to do it, but the process is very simple. You go to a lot of uh, meetings, you connect with a lot of people, you talk to them, uh, you ask for their contact details, and you ask them if it would be okay to add them to your newsletter. You follow up with them within 48 hours with an email, phone call, uh, meeting, and uh, you build relationships and you try to help them as much as you can. And that does not mean by selling your stuff. Well, maybe your stuff is going to help them, but it better be not the only thing you help them with. Uh, and as your network grows, you'll be able to help your connections with referrals and other connections. So that's how you add value to your network. And uh, if you can't sell them something right away, not a problem. You're going to stay friends. You're going to stay in touch. You're going to add them to your newsletter, and you will continue to build a relationship with them uh, using email. And at some point, you may want to start doing events, and Randy is your coach. Um, she's done it. She's doing it. Um, she's the uh, go-to person when it comes to organizing and launching an event. Um, 
And yes, there's all the social media out there and only helps and compliments all the other things. But I think the foundation is, uh, you know, one-on-one connection with uh, people that you come across in your life and you're networking. Did I leave anything out? Anything important? Nope. You've got, uh, you've covered everything. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Randy, thank you very much. Thank you for taking the time to uh, speak uh, today. Um, all the best with your event. The best of success. And uh, why don't you give us your email and your phone number one more time? Thank you, Alex. Info at torontowomensexpo.com. You can leave a voicemail at 416-238-1026. And Alex, I really appreciate all your support and your behind-the-scenes work that you've been doing. And can't wait to be promoting you. And, uh, and have you at the event, so we're very awesome. excited. Look forward to it. Thank you.